Nantaimori by Catman Part 5 of the Fantasies series Read by Literarian Summary Nantaimori Noun The practice of serving sashimi or sushi on the usually naked body of a man. Crowley was lying as still as he was able, fighting the urge to fidget. He couldn't fidget, he knew, or he'd disrupt the delicate display of sushi he'd covered his chest, abdomen and thighs with. He'd invited Aziraphale over to dinner tonight, and his love was due any minute. It would be a horrible shame to ruin everything right before his angel walked in the door. Still, the anticipation was eating him alive, and he felt like he was lying on pins and needles instead of his desk, which he'd miracled to be longer and lower for tonight. His cock, bare to the air, twitched in anticipation, but he willed it to behave. For now. He'd been secretly preparing for this for a week, since Aziraphale had mentioned that he'd always fantasized about Nantaimori or the art of eating sushi from the body of a naked man, namely Crowley. Crowley had pretended to be ambivalent to the idea, but had in actuality been planning and researching to arrange for tonight. He wanted to surprise Aziraphale with it, to see the shock and delight on his face, and now that the moment was almost here, he was barely able to contain himself. Aziraphale would be thrilled, he knew, and he couldn't wait. Crowley heard the door to his flat open, and his heart trilled in his chest when Aziraphale called out, Crowley, are you there? In here, angel. The door closed in the distance, and he heard Aziraphale's voice grow louder as he approached. I had the most dreadful day, dear. I had a customer come into the shop who was quite insistent and... He cut off abruptly, coming to a stop in the doorway, his eyes trained on Crowley, lying nude on the low table, covered with various types of sushi. Crowley grinned at him mischievously, careful to only turn his head, although his disobedient cock was hardening. Hi there. Aziraphale's eyes were wide as he took in the sight. My dear, are you... It's Nantaimori, like you said you wanted to try. But you said you had no interest in incorporating food into sex, Aziraphale protested. Crowley gave a careful, one-shoulder shrug to keep from disturbing the food. I wanted it to be a surprise. Was it? His eyes were still feasting on Crowley, head to toe. My love, you could knock me over with a feather. In a good way, I hope. In the best possible way. Crowley grinned. Good. 
Now, are you going to come over here and eat off of me, or am I going to lie here all night while you ogle me? Aziraphale was still staring avidly. I hardly know where to begin. Well, I'd suggest you start by coming over here and sitting down. Yes, yes, that seems to be the most logical thing to do. Aziraphale approached carefully, then took his seat on Crowley's right side. His eyes were wide as he took in the array of food spread over Crowley. He finally looked up from the food displayed on his body and into his eyes. His expression was ineffably tender. Before either of us say or do another thing, I just want to say thank you. I love you. I love you too, Angel. Crowley told him, his voice soft, wishing he could kiss him. They shared a tender look for a moment, soft smiles on both their faces, before Aziraphale seemed to snap out of it and went back to looking at the various sushi spread all over his chest, abdomen and thighs. See anything you like? Crowley teased, his eyes twinkling. Oh, I should say so. I've often said that you look good enough to eat, but now you really do. That was my goal, to tempt you. Well, temptation accomplished. Crowley's cock twitched and grew harder. I must say you've come up with quite a feast here. I see sashimi looks to be salmon and tuna. Is that correct? Yes. Excellent. And over here? He said, leaning a little closer, looking at Crowley's abdomen. We have uramaki, covered in row. Red and black, I notice. Very on brand for you. Crowley just grinned mischievously. I also see pickled ginger and norimaki, avocado and tuna. Yes. And you finished things off nicely with some prawn nigiri. Nice touch, putting the little bowl of soy sauce on your navel. Really, dear, you outdid yourself. But there is something missing. Oh, what's that? In an actual Nantai Mori, the food isn't meant to touch the skin. It's supposed to be served on large leaves for hygienic reasons. Well, neither of us has to worry about bacteria or any of that rot, and I thought you might find it more erotic to eat from my bare skin. Hmm, you thought right. Crowley's cock hardened further, arching toward his navel and the bowl of soy sauce. Well, are you going to dig in or not? There's one more aspect of Nantai Mori I think we should address. What's that? You're supposed to remain silent and absolutely still for the whole meal. Crowley swallowed hard, thinking fast. He knew that, of course, but would he be able to do so? He doubted it, but if Aziraphale wanted him to try... I can do that. 
he said in a voice that sounded far more confident than he felt. Aziraphale looked smug and disbelieving, but didn't comment. He just picked up his napkin, lay it across his lap, then raised his chopsticks, looking over Crowley's body to select the first bite. Where to begin? Where to begin? He wondered aloud, eyes starting from one type of roll to another. I think I shall start with you, he finally said, reaching for one of the nigiri on Crowley's right thigh. Crowley watched him avidly as he picked it up with his chopsticks and brought it to his perfect pink mouth. Aziraphale closed his eyes and moaned happily, a look of bliss on his face, and, as it always did, the sound went straight to Crowley's groin. His already rock-hard cock stiffened further, and Crowley knew, in that moment, that he'd never be able to remain still and quiet through the whole meal. He was going to break sooner or later. The only question now was, how soon? Aziraphale chewed, making his little noises of content, then opened his eyes and gave Crowley a satisfied smile. That's scrummy, dear. You've done so well. Thank ah ah ah, Aziraphale said, holding up a finger. No talking, remember? But you talk to me. Aziraphale pursed his lips. You're doing it again. Crowley muttered under his breath about what a bastard Aziraphale was, but fell silent. Aziraphale just looked smug. The angel carefully ate several more bites from various places on Crowley's body, occasionally dipping his roll in the little bowl of soy sauce that rested on Crowley's navel, his insistent cock pointing straight at it. He frequently exclaimed about how delicious everything was, but Crowley remained silent and still. He thought he may explode from the effort, but he did as he'd been asked. When about half of the sushi was gone, Aziraphale fumbled his chopsticks dramatically. He dropped a nunamake, leaving a smear of red roe and a few grains of rice on Crowley's abdomen, then tutted at himself. Oh, goodness me, it seems I'm having an awfully difficult time working these chopsticks today, he remarked with his brows knitted in consternation. Such fumble fingers I have. Crowley narrowed his eyes at Aziraphale. He'd been out to get sushi with Aziraphale dozens of times, and Aziraphale had never struggled with his chopsticks even once. He wondered what Aziraphale was playing at. Aziraphale took a couple more bites, humming happily, then reached for a slice of tuna sashimi on his far thigh. He picked it up with his chopsticks, bringing it toward the soy sauce at his navel, and promptly dropped the sashimi directly on Crowley's stiff cock. Whoopsie-daisy, he said merrily, while Crowley gasped. 
It seems I simply cannot get the hang of these things today. Perhaps I should just use my hands. Would that be all right, dear? Would you think me a mannerless boor if I used my hands to finish my meal? Crowley bit his lip to stifle a whimper, the tuna still draped across his prick. Lovely, Aziraphale said, as if Crowley had spoken his agreement and lay down his chopsticks. Gingerly, he reached out to pick up the sashimi, his fingertips touching Crowley more than strictly necessary, and Crowley couldn't help his moan. Aziraphale paid him no mind, he simply brought the meat to his mouth and put it in. Crowley nearly discorporated when Aziraphale stuck two of his fingers between his lips and sucked them, closing his eyes and moaning. Angel, he whined, unable to stop himself. Hush now, Aziraphale admonished, withdrawing his fingers. I'm almost done, then we can have dessert. Dessert? Crowley asked in a strangled voice. Yes, I've got something both of us can enjoy, but not if you keep interrupting my meal. Aziraphale said snippily. Crowley bit his tongue and swore to himself to remain silent. Aziraphale set about eating the rest of the sushi off of Crowley's body, piece by piece, using his fingers and making a mess of him. Crowley was making a mess of himself, too. His cock was flushed purple and leaking steadily, forming a little pool of precum on his lower abdomen, just below the bowl of soy sauce. Crowley was as silent as he could be, unable to help the occasional whimper. But Aziraphale ignored him and kept right on eating, picking up a roll, occasionally dipping it, then putting it in his mouth and sucking his fingers audibly before he chewed. He touched Crowley more than was necessary, but carefully, deftly avoiding Crowley's throbbing purple cock. Crowley had no idea if he were in heaven or hell. Finally, finally, Aziraphale picked up the last roll and Norimaki and ate it. All of the sushi was gone now, and Crowley was absolutely desperate to fuck his angel. But he waited for instructions. This was Aziraphale's fantasy after all. At long last, Aziraphale finished chewing his last bite and swallowed, opening his eyes with a smile. Well, I don't mind telling you, that was scrummy. Crowley managed a grin. Yeah? Oh, yes, but we're not done. We're not? Oh, no, dear. I made rather a mess of you, it seems. I'm going to clean you up. Crowley raised his hand to snap, eager to be done with it, but Aziraphale covered his hand. Don't you dare! But Angel! he whined. I want to clean you up properly. Can you be a good boy for me and continue to be silent? Crowley thought he would 
die if he didn't come soon. He was desperate for some attention on his cock, but Aziraphale's tone and the look in his eye brokered no argument. He nodded. There's a love, Aziraphale said approvingly. Now, where to begin? I suppose first I should get rid of this he said to himself, lifting the little bowl from Crowley's navel and setting it out to the side. So then I can do this. Crowley cried out involuntarily and his whole body jerked when Aziraphale leaned over him and licked up some smeared rice. Aziraphale paid him no mind. He just went on licking Crowley's chest and abdomen, clearing it of the detritus of his meal. Crowley writhed helplessly under the sensual onslaught, whimpering low in his throat, clenching and unclenching his hands to keep from grabbing Aziraphale. By the time Aziraphale had cleaned his whole chest and abdomen, Crowley was pleading in a low, desperate whine. Please, angel, please, please. Aziraphale didn't acknowledge him, nor did he touch Crowley's straining erection. Crowley nearly cried out when Aziraphale raised his head from his belly, thinking that maybe Aziraphale was going to provide some relief for his cock, which was about to burst but Aziraphale bypassed it entirely and started licking Crowley's thighs to clean them of the leftover roe and rice. Aziraphale cleaned first one thigh, then the other, while Crowley begged in a low whine that was almost a chant. Please, angel, fuck, please, I'll do anything, shit. The angel licked up the last grain of rice from Crowley's thigh and raised his head. He smiled at Crowley wickedly. Are you ready for dessert? Angel, please, oh fuck! His words were cut off when Aziraphale bent to take Crowley's cock into his mouth. Crowley's back arched up off the table and he grabbed Aziraphale's blonde curls, clinging for dear life as the angel sucked like a starving man. He babbled, he pled, he swore, and he made sounds he'd never have recognized as coming from himself. Through it all, Aziraphale sucked him ardently, moaning appreciatively around the cock in his mouth, one hand pressing down on Crowley's belly to hold him still, the other fondling his balls. He made obscene, wet sounds, saliva dripping from Crowley's cock, but Crowley didn't care. He couldn't care. He was entirely too close to the precipice to think about anything but the orgasm barreling toward him at light speed. He fucked up into Aziraphale's mouth, hands fisted in his hair, eyes screwed shut, mouth wide open. Angel, angel, shit, I'm going to come. Fuck, I'm so close, so close. 
Aziraphale opened his mouth wider and took Crowley deeper into his throat, and that was all it took. Crowley exploded with a shout, coming in hot spurts down Aziraphale's throat, his whole body racked with spasms. He was mindless, unaware of anything but the feeling of ecstasy that pulsed through him. Aziraphale continued to suck him, pulling even more pleasure from every cell of his body until he finally collapsed, limp on the table. The next thing he was aware of, Aziraphale had pulled him off of the table and into his lap, cradling him close, nuzzling him and showering him with kisses. Crowley let himself be held, still trembling from his orgasm. I love you, my darling. I love you so much. Oh, Crowley, my beloved. Crowley smiled tiredly. I love you too, angel. He replied, nuzzling into his lover's neck. Aziraphale held him like that for some time, letting him come down from his high, stroking and petting and whispering soft words. Was it good for you? Aziraphale asked, making Crowley laugh lightly. <laughs> you daft thing, you know it was. The question is whether it was good for you. Aziraphale kissed the side of his head. My dear, that was the best meal I ever ate. And the dessert was simply the best thing I ever put in my mouth in six thousand years. Crowley chuckled. <laughs> the blowjob was excellent, but nothing feels better than knowing I made you happy. You made me deliriously happy, my love. You always do. Did it fulfill your fantasy? It was so much better then, darling. The demon kissed him lightly. Good. Now it's your turn again. Oh, is it? Yes, you'll get to pick this time. Crowley's eyes twinkled. I know just the thing. The End